Wounds Podcast! Uh-huh. Week one. Either. Uh-huh. Week one. The LCS. Week one in the freaking books, Do my intro. It's done. <laughs> Is it ruining your intro if I'm part of the show and trying to help? A little bit, because I had a whole sentence I was going to say there. <laughs> Fuck your sentence, bro. What was it? Let me hear it. Uh, week snip, one snip, of, the, snip. of the LCS 2020 season is over. We're going to talk about it. Jesus Christ, what a boring ass sentence. I'm glad I jumped in. Thanks, man. Thanks. Just you think I'm just going to support all your off. shitty fucking ideas? Because we're fucking partners in this? No. <laughs> so, what did hey. you guys think? How, how, how'd you enjoy this week? Was it good? Was it bad? Did the UI make you want to punch yourself? There was a 60 minute uh, reason to want to die. <laughs> And but we're gonna, the, you know what? We're gonna talk about that sixty-minute reason to die later. Um, otherwise, I thought it was pretty good. Happy to see it back. I missed it. Uh, I'm always excited to see the split start, even if it's sort of on a rocky or rough footing. Just because I'm bad, glad to have it back in my life on a weekly basis. And the Monday night changes were not as abysmal or as abhorrent as I thought they would be. Uh, so I definitely overreacted. But what else is new? We got more trees planted. Come on, it's gonna be. Great. <laughs> yeah, FlyQuest had their cheat tree quest thing. What'd you think of that? Mm-hmm. That's I... fine. That's cool. I respect it. Yo, you know what? <laughs> I don't dislike trees. I'm gonna go on the record. Controversial <laughs> opinion. I'm gonna go on the record with his controversial opinion. I think trees are alright, dog. That's it. It's crappy. <laughs> I thought it's like I feel like it's a good branding move for them because it's like, who's gonna shit on trees? Yeah, you can't. It's just birds, like... bro. Birds are gonna <laughs> oh. shit on trees in a literal sense, bro. Good and you know what birds do? They fly, dog. Branding mismatch. You got me. You got me. Okay. I have to go hunting. The avian species must be destroyed. Okay. So, what else? What else? What else kind of happened this week? Oh, uh, I was watching Hotline League last night, and someone came on with a take about uh, evil geniuses and how their branding suck. And as they were transitioning into their that call, it's the last call, so they can't like switch to a different caller just to postpone this or to give them time. But the EG CEO walks into Travis's room in the middle of that segment, and I, and oh my god, I loved her. She was fucking great. I love. She just. She, she, Avli was there too, so she gives this whole spiel about how the, it's really about uh being that's so funny being yourself and like not kind of putting up a front and just saying what you really feel and then ollie walks over and says into the mic that's corporate speak to f- for fuck you <laughs> oh my god uh, uh, I, I love the eg ceo uh, my new favorite ceo gotta, gotta be real uh fuck you reggie <laughs> uh, don't straight away double it next time okay yeah all right Anyone else got a little anecdote about this weekend they like to share? That doesn't involve the UI? That doesn't involve... I don't even understand what you're talking about with the UI. Uh, okay, open up one of the VODs and then just look at the dragons. No. And then look at the mini-map. <laughs> no. You don't want me to ruin your life? No, I just don't want to look at the VOD right now. Yeah. It oh does look bad. I... It looks awful. It looks like I made it, and I'm just like, why? I had to deal with it. It's fine. It's whatever. Oh we can move past it. The games are better. <laughs> That's what? all. Some of them. Some of them. Some of them where we like draft things were happening. You're just like, why are you doing this right now? <laughs> what is happening? Who are people calling out for draft slot? Was it 100 Thieves? It, it, you can't call out 100 Thieves. You gotta call it. It has to be IMT. And it oh, just, yeah, 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 it yeah. Hands down all the time. No, that wasn't a good time. All right. Uh, All right, so first topic we have up here is that LCS players cannot stream during Academy games. It became a problem because during uh, Friday at 5 p.m. or whenever the hell Academy games started going on for Academy Rush, Double Uh was streaming, and Uh then somebody in his, uh, I think he was in his office at the time, uh, came over and said, Double you have to stop streaming at 5. And so he got uh, a little salty about it, got kind of mad, and just sort of, kind of, I don't know, he was just generally unhappy about having to stop his stream for the Academy games. What do we think? 
Um, I think he's kind of right to be upset. That's the thing. I mean, I understand the LCS is doing this so that they can promote more Academy games, and it's for the interest of Academy League. You know, the LCS manages professional games as well as the Academy ones. They want to get more viewership on this. But you can't really dictate what LCS players are doing on their time off. I mean, like, <laughs> right, but... That, that, no, but you definitely can't, right? Like, because it's not his time off, right? Like, part of the LCS is the Academy now. That was part of the changes. And just like a player, like, none of the TSM players, I think, would have been allowed to stream during the LCS on the Saturday they had off because they were playing Sunday, Monday. So if Riot is serious about making the Academy part of the LCS brand, which they really appear to be, then it makes total sense, right? Like, it, it would be the same as Double if not playing a Saturday game because he's playing Sunday and Monday and then streaming during the main fucking program. Like, that's not cool. Like, they, he wouldn't be allowed to do that. People, people were drawing a lot okay. of, like, parallels to normal corporate life. But even in, like, normal corporations, there are a lot of non-compete clauses where you can't, like, go out and work on a smaller company in freelance work. Like you can or, only... like, start your own business in yeah, the you really I think, like, uh, doing open source stuff, is, at least for programming, because that's most of my knowledge, but for, like, doing open source stuff, it's a little grayer, because you can kind of do that anonymously. But Double uh, is not streaming anonymously. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It, it, it is in a direct competition with uh, Academy. I guarantee you he's getting more viewers than Academy, and the yes. argument that those viewers aren't going to go watch Academy sort of doesn't matter. It's like, sure. Some of them will, though. Yeah, some of them will, some 100%. Will. A, a non-zero amount of those viewers will go watch Academy. Now, the kind of other side of this argument is, does, does, this, does, does anyone have to really care if LCS pros are streaming against Academy? Like, is it actually going to impact the Academy scene? Because I'm not totally sure if it will. Well, it won't impact the scene, but it would impact... It is the potential to impact viewership. Yes. yes. In the same way that double if streaming during an LCS match has the potential to impact viewership. And that's what I think the legitimate concern is. I don't think it's like necessarily going to fuck up like the scene or competitive nature of Academy. But I think if Riot, like I said, wants to really take this Academy thing seriously as a part of the brand and not just have it be that shit on Thursday night that's a VOD with no, like, fucking <laughs> casters, I, then, like, you can't do shit like this. They have had, like, the, the teams do their own private streams of... No, I don't want to say private, but their own, like... Their own their own stream of the Academy games with their own casting. But that's, that's different, right? Like, that, that's yeah, a... Yeah. And that, I don't think anybody would have been like, yeah, Double shouldn't be streaming while TL is streaming their academy team. I don't, I feel like there would no, be the that same was, kind of, uh, that was before outrage. they were trying to, but now it's part of the LCS brand, right? In a very I mean, different still, way than it was. It still was before. And this rule is not, no, new. I'm not saying it wasn't before. I'm saying it is in a different and more substantial way, or they want it to be yeah, in yeah, a the, more substantial they, way. They are trying to garner more viewership with it. Now, this rule is not new. This rule has been in effect, as far as I know, for the entire franchising. Like, you could not stream during any Academy or LCS broadcast. Any of the... There's 100 players or some odd in the LCS. So... Um, so it's about 50 on the professional teams that are constantly in. And then that, the, that's PL, only the Academy is still five. Yeah, that's only starting roster, and then there's the five that you still get from. So there's Academy. 100 to like 125, probably somewhere in there. Yeah, a little extra subs, <laughs> just between there. So mm -hmm. I don't. Know. I feel like Doubles was rather uh, unprofessional in the way he handled this, and if he really mm -hmm. wanted, if if the if the players really wanted to like stream during Academy games, which the only time this is going to affect them is on Friday nights, by the way. Uh -huh. then they would have to actually, like, do something about it with the Players Association, which the majority of the players just seem to not give a shit about. It's Friday nights, or I think um, Monday... No one starts streaming an hour after the last game, and no one starts streaming not even like home. on Mondays. Mondays was their day off before. 
and no one's I don't think they would have to necessarily take it up with the Players Association if it's part of the contract already, right? Like the Players Association could well, they, petition. Right, they can have, they they could they can have the rule change. Thing. Well, the players' association could try to, but Riot could just be like, "No." Well, that's the <laughs> that's, point of the players' association. But, like, there's three groups that are governing the LCS. There's the no, ownership. no. I know how it works, but I'm just saying, like, this seems like a weird thing to fight over. I mean, right? yeah, I agree. I w- I don't see why I would want to be streaming when my players are playing, my other teammates are playing. Like, that's. I don't even see why I would want to be streaming while other teams are playing out of respect. Right, like I wouldn't want them to stream while I was playing, so I wouldn't stream while they were playing. If it's part of the brand, and we want to consider these academy players sort of like not just like the B team, but like a real legitimate thing, then like out of respect, and like it might fuck up Double Lift's paper, it might fuck up somebody else's paper because they're streaming a little bit less. Maybe stream before, stream after, but it it, it doesn't seem unreasonable to me to ask them not to stream during the academy games or even to mandate it it just seems like normal okay everyone had their fill on that one no 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 you have something else i'm chilling nope literally nothing why won't go dark all right so on to this next section that i have entitled overreactions uh-huh. Now, our first overreaction is that Dignitas and FlyQuest are the top two. Did you see them play this weekend? Dignitas look crazy, and FlyQuest is still 2-0. What do you think? Dignitas did, did look crazy. <laughs> there was a lot of clutch things happening. That's C9 weird. 2-0, too? Uh, no. Yes. Actually, yes, C9 is also 2-0. But it was... Oh my god, the unexpected happened during it. Isn't EG 2-0? No. EG? No, they're 1-1. Oh no, they're 1-1. But it was crazy, because the unexpected happened during a Dignitas game, right? The thing that we said... They got a Baron. (laughs) (laughs) Touche. We thought they couldn't do it, boys. We thought the curse ran deep, but it turns out Barons can happen for Dignitas. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. But... Froggen did the one thing we didn't expect Froggen to do, and that was rotate. <laughs> he just outmatched uh, Crown in the mid lane in the CLG game, and then when Grig was behind and was like, yo, alright, I only got their blue buff, you know, maybe we can do this dive top lane, he was like, alright, I'm down. And they pulled off a clean dive top lane, and then everything just went into their hands right after that. <laughs> All the players were on point, Afro moved Flash, saved Froggen one time, and then Froggen just TP'd back to a fight. It was crazy how coordinated they were. And Johnson still looked good in the game. I was surprised at how well Huni uh, was doing. Huni was uh, not losing. <laughs> he looked much more stable and a lot less volatile than he normally is. And uh, Johnson mm-hmm. did kind of impress me a little bit, too. I still don't think Aphromoo was playing that high. I think he was just, nope. I think he was just doing his job. Yep. Alright. Fly quest though. The true uh, quest. Uh there's a there's a first we have to address IMT's draft. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> because in the fly first of all, FlyQuest faced IMT and FlyQuest versus CLG. The FlyQuest versus CLG game, they stomped CLG, but that's because like Wiggly was kind of like low key inting. It happened, and then Ruin was kind of low-key and thing. It was low-key? That's kind. That's charity, <laughs> baby. It was it was not a good time. And then the FlyQuest versus IMT game, you know, IMT just wasn't ready in the draft. They were like, oh, all right, we picked Aatrox. It's great. It's one of the best top laners. And then we pick Trundle. Yeah. Trundle? <laughs> Tr- Trundle. <laughs> Please note, and- the, the FlyQuest team comp is Riven, Lee, Sin, uh, what's it? Victor, Senna, and Blitzcrank. Who are you ulting? What's the trundle for? <laughs> Why? And then they still didn't respect Viper. They, I'm pretty sure they had an opportunity to. I, I they always have, have an to opportunity to ban uh, Riven. Instead, like, like here, here, here are the three bands that they could have put Riven in, regardless of where Riven was picked. Uh, Brom, Camille, Tom Ketch. Raven. I pretty sure yeah. Brom was one of their first bands, 
but they ban it looks like they banned Brom after Orn. I don't remember uh, the ban order. It's weird. I'm but looking yeah. at how it is on uh, Game of Legends. I'm not sure if it's correct. Yeah, but I've watched the game twice, and it's like, you know, IMT still manages to drag it out to be an above 30-minute game, almost 38 minutes, and it looks like they're really trying to hold their own, but they just can't, because Viper's crazy on Riven. <laughs> it just hits that point. And we That's why the objective the until Viper shows. Yes! <laughs> oh, God. That's it. So I want to see FlyQuest against, like, Dignitas, C9... Even TSM. I want to see how they handle TSM's early game. That's it. Until they do those, like, I can't really... You don't want to see how they handle TSM's 60-minute game? <laughs> that was TSM's early game, though. I just, I just want to see... God damn. I fucking hope that's not the... <laughs> well, it was all the early game for the rest of the split. <laughs> Alright. So, C9 won the offseason. What, 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 what do you guys think of that one, huh? Matt, it's your team. What do you think? Bold of you to assume that I think, but I will <laughs> certainly talk. Uh -huh. C9 looked a lot better than I was expecting, not because I expected them to be bad simpliciter, but because I expected them to... I wouldn't have been surprised if they were a little rough synergy-wise with the brand new bot lane uh and with blabber coming up to full time etc blabber would have been a little more surprising because of his experience with niski and licorice for the top side of the map but having a brand new bot lane it would have been totally reasonable and not at all inappropriate in my eyes if they had a week or two where they were just sort of getting the feel but to see them come out not only did the top side of the map look very solid but the bot side looked like they meshed extremely well Vulcan had some incredible Tom Kench plays. Zven had some really, really solid Aphelios plays, and neither bot laner really looked like they were like the hard carry in the Aphelios Kench game. But they certainly performed at a, at a super high level, both in lane and with the team, which was super impressive to me to see that synergy develop so quickly, and you hope to see it moving forward. Ben's looking like he's performing just as well as he was when he was on TSM last year. Uh, he still looks like one of the best AD carries in the league. Uh, their game against TL, uh, I felt like Licorice was really kind of destroying impact, and that gave them a lot more, like, teeth to take control of objectives, because if a good... Uh, a head Aatrox is a really strong tool to have when you're... Uh, when you're a team fight comp or when you're an objective control comp because you can just chuck Aatrox at him and he'll live for 10 seconds or so and you can do whatever you yep. want. I I kind of... I'm not going to take away from that, but what I really think just off-put them was... Niski's uh, uh, Vigar. Vigar. Yeah, because... That Vigar was heat, bro! I, once again... Oh, I should not have worn this shirt on Should have respected it. But, um... It was just, it looked like Shurnfire didn't know how to play around it. You're right. This is his first game in the LCS. He's just been subbed in. It, It's new, right? And he just doesn't know how to play at, around it. Jensen doesn't look like he knows how to play around it in the professional scene. He just gets camp mid and then gets destroyed. And then now your jungle mid duo's gone. And that's that's it. That's a wrap. <laughs> so, that should kind of bring us into... Um... Our next overreaction is TL is top three with a sub jungler. Okay. What do well, you think? Is that is that really an overreaction there, or are they still a top three team oh with my sub Christ. jungler? Say it again. I, I cracked my neck so hard I blacked out. TL. Wow, that is is top three with their sub jungler. Yeah. Stick with still. the sub, dude. No, I'm kidding. I expect Broxa to come back in and make this team probably number one. Right, right, right. But, but at the uh, moment, yeah, it's impressive, but it's also not that impressive because. It's still the other members of TL who are extremely good and have been extremely good, right? Like, Xsmithy yeah. was good on TL, but wasn't often the hard carry, right? He mm -hmm. was not the one putting the team on his back, running through the fucking field, right? Like, he was supporting them in the way of a tank, sometimes a marksman, sometimes some other stuff, a bruiser, whatever. Yeah. But Xsmithy's role was super specific. And don't get me wrong, Xsmithy was exceptional at it, probably the best in NA at it for quite a while. But 
it's not like this jungler needed to come in and learn not only how to gank for all the lanes, but also how to hard carry the team, right? Like, he still has double lift. He still has Jensen impact, right? Like, I don't know. Yep, I totally agree with that. He, Jensen looked crazy. Like, their game two, Jensen impact. All of their, all the four players were firing. Shurnfire, he didn't really have to do that much in the game. He, until, how do I say it? Until it really came down to securing that fourth dragon against TSM. But then after that, it still didn't really matter because TL just took over the game. Jensen's still rotating. Uh, TSM never really got the fight that they wanted. There was never a time when uh, Kabe was able to just sit down and just throw his ult out. He was always under pressure. And it just felt like TL was able to play around their combatter. That's it. <laughs> TL definitely, I don't know. The way they lost that C9 game, it's really, it seems like there was a communication issue between a few of their members. Like they couldn't organize themselves and they got caught out trying to do something or they got caught out just misstepping. I think that the games we saw in week one from everybody are going to be the worst games of the whole split. And I don't feel, I don't feel like that's a gigantic statement to make. And I think, no, I think it's quite reasonable. I think, think Marcy <laughs> said the same thing on the, the analyst decks, but uh, I don't see too many teams falling too much further down. And even if they do, other teams will rise up, making the games just well shorter. First off, shorter, uh, and the games will just be more decisive in general. And I'm I'm looking forward to the more decisive and more competitive games because sixty minutes slugfests are not what I call fun. <laughs> Yeah. No, they're not. <laughs> right. Hey, do you have another overreaction you want to share? Uh, another overreaction. <sighs> My overreaction was like last week, because I put CLG top two, and that, that, that just bit me in the ass. <laughs> oh god, <laughs> I'm so sad. It doesn't look. I was re-watching one of their games, which was the FlyQuest versus CLG game, and then I just saw Wiggly into free kill after Crown died, when Ruin was kind of in the river, and I don't know if they had any sort of communication. And then another time, right? Uh, they Wiggly pulls the trigger. They go all in. Ruin misses a hook shot onto the wall to get into the fight, and then Stixay just randomly auto somewhere on Senna, but I don't know where it went, and then he finally hits Wild Turtle. I... I oh, there's so many things that are happening with that team, and I really need them to like fix it. There's a lot of issues. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna there's have to try very hard to climb up to your second place spot in your power ranking. That was uh, yes, quite a quite a tall order you set for them there. Watching this team, I I was watching through highlights, and I saw Crown on Zoe ult over a wall, and then mm -hmm. it's like, wait, what are you doing? Jarvan's on the other side of this wall. You're standing next to his minions. I, I think it's like the bottom bush in in uh, mid lane, like it's uh -huh. over that wall on the opposite team side. So he uh -huh. just gets ulted and killed in two seconds. And I'm just like, what were you trying to get there? Were you, were you trying to stun somebody? Because nobody was in that bush anymore. They all walked out to go do to go get you on your platform. You're spawning back to like, what? Why would you make that move? Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Anyhow. <laughs> He has something to say, Matt. No, I was call I was choking on my own body. All right. What do you, what, what do you, what do you think of uh, the the CLG situation? They're O two. They lost to FlyQuest, and who's the other team they lost to? Dignitas. Where did yes. I rank them? Where did I put them? In I think like ranking? fifth or fourth. Uh, probably overshot that. Uh, you. Know, I actually. You know what? I'm not gonna say that. Well, the, yeah, we week, still got first week. We got weeks eight weeks. Before. Eight weeks to go. Yes. Yeah, that's why. I mean, I know it's the overreaction segment, but uh, I do think this might just be like a first week back. Um, one of the common conversations I have with friends with whom I share interests in other sports is that certain sports, basketball, sometimes football, especially basketball, the first week or two back in the NBA season, Jesus Christ, it's awful basketball. Like, it's almost always just abysmal because people have been in the offseason. You don't mean train nothing. This. Not even that the games mean nothing, but, like, even if you give a shit, 
if you just took a bunch of months off, you're practicing a little bit, but you're not going at the same volume because if you do, you're like guaranteeing an injury in the yeah. NBA at least. You're just rusty, right? Like I've heard – like I know I personally as a bad League of Legends player, if I don't play this game for a day, the first game back is awful. And I've even heard better play. I've heard Shifter say it on stream and in videos. Like, oh yeah, if I don't play for a couple days, like I'm just bad, right? Like it's not the kind of game where you can just take a super long break, either individually for your mechanics or as a collective team, and just be as good when you get back, right? So even if, you know, teams are probably scrimming at least a couple weeks in advance of the LCS, depending upon your break, how you were spending that, what you were doing to recuperate as a player, I typically expect the first week or two of the LCS to be of a little bit lower quality. Uh, and so I wouldn't be surprised if CLG struggled again next week. But I also wouldn't be surprised if they turned it around in the coming month or so. They seem like they have a really good roster. And I don't know how much of these problems we've seen in these first two games are, A, even really problems. Or just, if they are problems, problems because of break things, practice things, just getting back from the swing of things. Uh, even if it's a break thing, like scrimming at home, very different than playing on a stage. You know, I don't know. I, it's hard okay. to tell. All right. That was a long, longer rant than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> I don't okay. think I said much wrong, though. Only a little bit. But. Kind of on point. Okay. All right. I think that, that'll do it for our overreaction. Move on to our uh, match reviews. No, I have one more overreaction. Do you? What? Every single game, without fail, should be minimum 50 minutes long. All right. So on to our match <laughs> review. So anyway, match review. 100 Thieves versus Golden Guardians. I want to go over the results first before we get there. No, I know. I was making a joke about the atrocious sentence i just uttered <laughs> all right so i'd like to our... go on the record and say i don't mean that uh, and our picks this week me and matt both got four out of ten and haymont came up with a cool three 40 percent baby that's a b <laughs> okay. no i'm kidding that's, that's not like a b f. that's only a it's b, an uh, really bad 40 percent baby that's uh, a b plus dog <laughs> that's a b plus you we're going hey listen hey listen listen we curve this shit okay <laughs> anthony and really i got an Haymont. We got an A. Haymon got an F. That's the curve. Oh wow! Oh wow! Hey, it's a brutal curve, bro. It's a brutal curve. What do you want? Uh, turns out a curve with three people. That's Bad like a idea. cliff. It's a cliff. It is. It's right here, and then you. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's I'm feeling sorry. toasty tonight. There's a lot of flame. <laughs> oh, yo, when am I nice to you? Anyway, we we managed to get uh, four right by. Each differing in in two picks and each of us splitting those down the middle. Uh, and Haymont, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even know what was going on there. But don't know who calls that with Svenskeren on the other team. But uh, okay, which one? Uh, the EG versus Hundred Thieves. Haymont called Hundred Thieves in that game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. I, I think all of us were I very did. much surprised with Dignitas. We've already talked about it a little bit, but mm -hmm. damn. Yeah. yeah. He's disappointing. It's not even. It's even better because Johnson was on Senna in one game, right? And then Froggen's like, "Oh, I'll one v one you top lane. I'll one v one you top lane." Fence Garen takes it, and then Froggen's like, "Ha! It was actually a two v one. Here's a Senna alt. You're dead." Wait, Senna alts were actually pretty solid. Are you talking honest, about that time where Senna like shot it right on top of Oriana? Yes. That didn't and even get was, him an assist. It was Fence Garen. Wait, that didn't even, no, even get him an all, assist? No, that was all Froggen, 100 to 0. Wow, alright. Well, in that case, I may be slightly wrong, but still, it would have been a 2v1 situation. Take a look at that. <laughs> oh, man. So close, so close. Alright, alright, alright. What are we talking about now? <laughs> alright, so, let's talk about 100 Thieves. Versus Golden Guardians. This was a competitive game for all of the wrong so, reasons. <laughs> so this game started off with Closer invading Meteos on both of the buffs and putting Meteos behind by like two camps. Mm -hmm. That hurt Very so funny. much. Oh my yes. god. I cannot believe they got that start off. That start is obnoxious as hell. If you ever uh -huh. pull that off on somebody, that like in this meta now, that jungler's out of the game. 
But somehow, mm-hmm. Meteos pulls it back to get a, an Elder Drake steal. They, they only got two neutrals, a Baron and an Elder Drake, and I'm not sure if they got the Baron before or after the Elder. I'm, I want to say they got it after, but it was hilarious because you just see, like, Golden Glue almost kill Meteos, and then Meteos just hiking around the Krugs or through the Red Pit, and then he's just like, oh, shit, everybody, come on, everyone, just get in here, and he just throws himself in there, he throws his ult, throws his heal, um... Cody I'm pretty sure stun. <laughs> yeah, stun throw through a queue. Cody Sun secured it with his. They were just like, all right, they peeled off. Go, 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 steal it. <laughs> and they were just made out like bandits. That's it. <laughs> FBI got his uh, best uh, AD carry, apparently, in, in Varus this game. And I never noticed him really. Maybe on yeah. a couple of kills, he got his ult in there. But other than that, this didn't feel like much. Closers, after the early game, wasn't super impactful, and he just kind of ran in and died trying to get an initiation. Golden mm-hmm. Glue was okay, but he made the crucial mistake in not killing Meteos as he was going in to steal the Elder Drake, and that totally threw the game, on top of the fact that Closer died just before that. It was really... It was kind of sad to see, because Golden Glue was the better mid laner over Ryoma. It was, he was clearly the better mid laner, oh, even though by, Ryoma by, was... By miles. by miles. <laughs> yeah. He was holding it up. And then, one mistake, dog. That was it. <laughs> uh, Keith, really not looking amazing. Okay. You can't really place him because he's he's not the problem on this team. It doesn't look like well, he well, is. Well, who, who's the problem for Golden Guardians, then? I, that's... It's the harder part because, like, immediately, like the next game that they had versus C nine, they imploded midway through. So I, I, I don't know what the problem is right now because it's sometimes closer. Even though his aggression paid off in that game, sometimes it doesn't. Haunters like all right, not really that amazing, but Golden Glue's supposed to be like the one who's supposed to come and carry. This is supposed to be his redemption arc. That's what people are saying a lot, and he. He just messed up one time. And like I said, the game afterwards and C9, the team just imploded after failing a Baron dance. And now is it? So I I don't know. <laughs> this team, the early game has looked competitive, but it doesn't seem to garner them any leads. In, in a very different way than TSM's early game looks competitive because TSM's mm-hmm. early game feels like it has an impact. And uh-huh. especially in their IMT game, the reason that they didn't like the game didn't end in before forty minutes is because IMT couldn't close the game out. They had the late game calm, they had the scaling, and TSM huh? ran out of gas, and then IMT just can't end. Yeah, it was really weird. Um, but bringing it back to GG, it's like all right, closer got this lead, and even though like the mid lane, like I said before, Rioma's not as good as Golden Glue, but still, Rioma's not dying. You look at someday in the top lane, he's taking his gangplank into the Aatrox, and he apparently doesn't care. He's still got, apparently, farming away, getting plates. He's still doing what he needs to. The bot lane, Cody Sun and Stun, they're not feeling that pressured either. As a matter of fact, I'm pretty sure Cody Sun was doing pretty all right there. I, I don't know. But, you know, they're not doing bad. It's where, what do you do with this early aggression then? What was, what could you have? done with it what could you've done better uh, well, with it well yeah, that, that, that is the thing what lane are you going to to uh leverage here because you don't want to really leverage orn golden glue mm-hmm. is probably the lane you want to leverage but zoe is kind of hard to get on top of sometimes especially uh-huh. if zoe knows you're coming for her and not even with jarvan ult though uh, but yeah but you gotta hit six first and i mean yeah but doesn't feel strong either you just start your alt idiot <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that's that's the problem I don't I don't know. You have to do something. Like you have to like go GP is supposed to be one of the champions that's supposed to be really vulnerable in the early game. Like he can't cleanse a knockup. Um and you still have Aatrox and you have the Jarvan there. If wait, the wait, 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 wait. You mean they didn't pick Aatrox? No, they had Aatrox in the top lane versus oh, they didn't. Like, oh, Who did they have in the top lane? Uh they had uh, Orn. Unless, had Orn in the unless top lane? this is oh wait, no, they might have this might just be wrong. Might be looking at the wrong uh, info because they have a ban on Orn and Orn's picked for them. 
So, could just be wrong. I seem to. I kind of remember him playing Aatrox. Okay, what? GG versus 100T. Let me see. No, no, actually, you're right. Hunter they do have Orn. Okay. That's, yeah, that's why they picked Braum. They banned Akali. I don't know why Orn. Okay, I'm I'm wrong there. Never mind. You no, don't put top lane with the Orn. Yeah. I I was wrong there. You were right. Um, so you don't don't go top lane with the Orn, but you still I don't know. You ju you just need to get something done, and it really didn't seem like even though Closer had the lead on Meteos, it didn't seem like he you just. Know what, should you know what huh? I think the answer is. Closer and Golden Blue have to roam top to kill someday. And I think they do that once. But do they? Uh huh. I don't remember if there's a timestamp. Uh, but it didn't seem to, like, get them anywhere. They had four Drakes, and then they chucked it away. I think I think they even had a decent transition transition in the mid-game this game. Not in, uh, they, they played Cloud9 the next day, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, that game, it didn't seem as good. But it's just... Uh, it just didn't feel like... They didn't have any impact. They're, they're, I don't know. Their mid-game to late-game transition is what really blew. And their mismanagement of team positioning really needs a lot of work. Because if you lose a game to Rayoma when, with LeBlanc mid lane, you really shouldn't be losing that game. Like, like that's a big, big no-no. Especially after yeah. the enemy jungler's down two camps. Yeah. Jazuke showed you why you shouldn't lose that game. Jazuke was good. <laughs> Zuka uh -huh. was very good. Uh-huh. Alright, so let's move right. on to the next one, unless Matt has something else he wants to add. No? I really have nothing there. Okay. Ah, so Team Liquid versus TSM was the other game we wanted to kind of focus on. What do you Boy. think about TSM's early game? TSM's early game looks fire! Uh-huh. TSM's mid-game looks okay. Uh -huh. TSM's late game looks like they fucked up. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> that's when the when you see all of the pieces coming together, where it's like, oh, TL's got Oriana, and they still have the Orn, and they still have the um, Rakan. How do you get Kabe to just sit still and ult? He just can't. <laughs> it's just, I'm pretty sure he only did one ulti that game, where it was to compete for the last Infernal Drake. He got at, a good one uh, off on Baron, but it didn't do anything. Yeah, it's just, yeah, they got a really good early game, and then they couldn't transition anything into the late game, because, well, you have the Misfortune, kind of an early game, pretty good early game champion, but she can't really sit down and throw her ult out. Uh, Leona, it's, you have to go in, or you can't, you, that's all you do, you just go in. Bio and that's just getting killed on every time you went anywhere, he just gets marked. Yeah, mm-hmm. He did really good in the early game. The amount of, like, when he did the Flash and the E that connected, uh, Zenith Blade that connected onto Double Lift, which netted them the kill. And then he just kept on doing it. In the early game, it was amazing. And then you see why in the late game, it's not as good. <laughs> I th well, I think it can be good. The real problem is, is they have to get through Orn, uh, Oriana, and Jarvan. And Jarvan that's, a hard, that's hard to eat through. That's... Yeah. Like, Jarvan is pretty good against uh, Leona, because even if he gets rooted, mm -hmm. he can just go right over Leona and just uh -huh. yeah. no stun. And, and also, like, if, if, you're, if you're super good, you can, like, preemptively E and, like, buffer the Q so that you basically, like, pull her backwards so she's not even in your team in your front line she's just in with her team yeah. uh it's a little harder to do and i don't remember if it happened all that much uh but it's that's a rough three for leona to deal with and they really had a hard time pinning down double lift it would be like all right you throw your ulti your solar flare straight onto the zaya and then what does she do she ults too it's just they had a really hard time getting into getting a good position and like dealing with them in the late game because you're at least can't get picks anymore because they're all just roaming like if she like, hits the orn it doesn't really do anything i feel like mm -hmm. they should have picked brom here because brom does pretty good into orn and zaya yes like, i don't know why we're picking leona here when when brom's on the table i just don't get it okay so that's a little bit of a draft issue i also had a little bit of a 
bone to pick with TSM during the IMT draft, which was that you don't really have... You picked the Rumble top lane, and, like, that's fine, but you don't really have anything to, like, keep them on that carpet. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you really want to add to keep them on the carpet. That's the thing. I don't know what I want to add to keep them on the carpet. I don't carpet think there's there. anything in this game that keeps people on the carpet that much besides uh, Kiana. And I would not pick yeah. Kiana in this comp. Yeah. That's a different game. That is indeed a different game. But in this one, it just felt like it hit late game and TL just knew how to navigate. And Did, did just... anyone see Bjergsen's ult work or do anything? No. They, I... He... Even if you got the revive off, what are you doing? You're now surrounded by like five TL members. I just, but... I didn't, I didn't see him be all that impactful this game. And normally, like he's the one doing all the work, and I just, mm -hmm. I didn't see it. Mm -hmm. Where's my? I agree with Anthony. Yep. Uh, the zillion ultsies were negligible because everybody had to flash away anyway. <laughs> it wasn't as if it was a close fight where if you ult and carry, then they'll come back and then they can keep fighting. No, these were all TL's fights. You ulted someone and they still had to flash because otherwise you're still stuck in with the rest of Team Liquid's. I'm just. I don't know how this gets any better. I like maybe Rexai could have done better, but then you're like specking more into AD. I don't think Elise was like the wrong option here, but Elise doesn't have any items. Elise you, hasn't you... completed an item after her. Oh wait, wait, wait. She has haunting or uh, Leandre's torment. Never mind. I still. Well, I don't get the Leandre's torment either. Like, I don't know. I mean, that's fine. Yes. You you have it into the orange. That's tanky. Um. Yes. And I don't know if you really take that into the Jarvan. Also, uh, it's small little thing. Jarvan, but... Yeah, a small little tank. thing. Just small little thing. Uh, Churnfires always went with the warrior builds on Jarvan. Yeah, but then um, he has, then he has, uh, whatchamacallit, Cargo uh, Stone Plate. Yeah. No, my only complaint with that was that he did that in the, he went Warriors first in the, the C9 versus TL game. That's well, something. That's another thing. But yeah, it just really felt like it hit a point where TSM didn't have enough tools to actually compete with the LMA late game. That was all. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like that was both of their their games. They the same. That's exactly why they lost the IMT. They they drafted for early game. They had a good early game, and then they just couldn't get anywhere. No, I felt like there were, like, smaller things, like macro decisions that they maybe could have done better. For example, when they had the inhibitor uh, down in the, um, I believe it was the bot lane, yes. right? Um, you did push for the inhib turret, but I felt... That's the IMT Yerg game, by the way. Yes, that is the IMT game with the Yerg, but I felt like Yerg could have been in like a different place like if he had been helping them around getting vision around Baron, trying to get picks off i mean like he got an inhibitor and they had to back to stop him i think what really happened is he over pressured yes. for another nexus turret and i yes. i see zero value that's the one point nexus where I, I yeah never see a value in that ever that's that's where i agree with you that's where my complaint is that's the small thing that i think they could have done and they probably could have done a lot better in that game and maybe won it but that's that's the problem. TSM's late game just doesn't look as good. Like they need to no, make. No, it looks a little less clean. There looked like there was some hesitant decision making or lack of decision making. Uh, a little bit, a little bit of lack of commitment, as it were. Mm -hmm. I feel like Broken Blades Rumble is also really, really eh. It's it's not bad, but it's not like great, and Eriksson's Zillion went was picked in that game. Just, just didn't have the impact that was needed. I'm wondering if this team needs to upgrade themselves on individual levels, or do they need to upgrade themselves on like a team level? And I can't really like pin that down because there's so many different problems that mm -hmm. indicate both. That I like, I'm just at a loss for how to how to how to like how to approach fixing this. I, I mean, I guess it could be both, but... At this, at this point, I think you try to tackle in the draft, and you try to give them, like, more tools to use. Mm -hmm. But it... You also but the draft won't like... fix everything, right? Like, your draft yeah. won't fix your decision-making, bro. Like, that's just, You're like, right. you need to know what to do when. 
Mm. And if you can't make those decisions, even if you outdraft the enemy team, if you're just making the wrong calls or you're not making calls, mm. then you're not really going to be in any better of a position. Houston's had late game shot calling issues forever. Remember when yes, Fly like, backdoored them, like because of course they did. But well, they, they you know, that's just that happened. Later. That happened because that's a good script. That's a good writing. <laughs> You know, that's like, that's how you uh, get into the screenwriter, the League of Legends Writers Guild, right? You write that kind of, that sort of action. I just, it happened, like, I don't understand how you don't learn from that mistake. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I learned from that mistake, and I'm just like, oh, it's about to happen again. I guess we lose. Uh, I, uh, just, it's, it happens so often, TSM, and I just, I don't understand how they got so bad at late game shot going. I guess they don't have a shot caller, but I don't know who their shot caller is now. I'm guessing it's you know Bergson, but who knows? I kind of wonder how Smithy would do on that team now, just as like a random throw out. Smithy was never the shot caller. He was always just the, the jungler. Like he would do jungle calls and stuff like that. I don't think he ever really did late game macro calls. I think that was mostly double lift. Or I mean, now yeah. It's core. Now it was core. Oh. No, 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 I'm just, well, he's still got that resiliency, right? And he still sometimes make those opportunistic calls to, like, take certain objectives at the right time. So, Maybe, I, I, I thought that doesn't sound like Oak Smithy too much to me. It just seemed like a, a very stable jungle. Okay, that's fair. Well, anything else? Um... No. I mean, Anthony's right that Smithy is stable, and stability is really important in these really long games. It's really bad if, like, the first 10 minutes you're on fire, the next 20 you're <laughs> shit, or the next 10 you're lit, and the next 5 you're off. And so, like, having someone who's really consistent is, I think, good in these kinds of games, but other than that, I don't know if it's just, like, a straight-out classing of jungler. Like, Dardoch's not a bad jungler. Mm -hmm. no. Alright, let's move on to... Next week's picks. Okay. All right, all right, all right. So let's look at some of our uh, discrepancies here. All Dolph, right. Hey, Ma, you seem to think that Team Liquid are going to be Dignitas next week. Yes. What are you thinking? Um, the thing is that even though Hooney's still good in the top lane, Froggen's still good in the mid lane. I think Jensen can match Froggen, and I think Impact can match Hooney. And I'm pretty sure Doublelift is still like the better bot lane. So, the double lift core JJ is still the better bot lane there. Even if you have your substitute jungler in there as Shurnfire, as long as he doesn't get straight outclassed by Grig, you can still work with this. And if you give TL's lanes the extra late game tools that they have, exactly in the TSM game, if you give them those extra uh, late game scalings, if you give uh, double lift the Zaya or another champion that has some way of escaping or some way of heavily impacting the game. Um, he'll do well there. <laughs> so I picked dig on the caveat that I reserve the right to change my TL predictions. If they get a jungler. Why? <laughs> I, I, I also, I also, Anthony, I would like to point out, I'm in the same boat as you. We are both <laughs> reserving the right. If the visa, no, cause it changes, right? Like it I'm doing it with the, it, it changes a lot, right? If uh -huh. they get, the Broxa in my pick changes. I'm working under the assumption that they won't because when I have to do the picks, they haven't. Should that change, mm -hmm. Anthony and I, you know, sort of bottom text, right? <laughs> like, like, in, what is it? like, 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 oh, oh, five, no, font, no, point zero, 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 one font. We reserve the right to change this, <laughs> but, right? Like, that's what we're doing, right? We're, we're getting you on the technicalities, but anyway. So, okay. Uh, the other discrepancy we had was uh, TL and FlyQuest. Now, this one I don't really reserve the right to change unless something happens to Shurnfire and they put in Poe Belter, <laughs> in which case okay. I will. But uh, why, why do you think FlyQuest is going to win in this one? Because, one, they plant in the trees, bud. But um, honestly, um, PoE hasn't looked that bad. There was, like, one time when he got caught out by Hakuo in the IMT game and you know that was kind of it but ever since then he's still been pretty stable I don't know how he holds up to Jensen I'd still say he can match him and while Turtle has not been straight ending <laughs> <And> <laughs> what happens if you put him on Senna 
He can't exactly flash forward. He doesn't have any damage. You see, the thing is, he tried one time. There was the IMT game where he died to Altex Cassiopeia. Just randomly. Just after they killed Ixmithy and just after Viper solo killed um, uh, Soaz in the bot lane. But I'm supposed to be telling you reasons why FlyQuest can win this game. So forget anything that I just said. You are <laughs> doing a really bad job of <laughs> defending the point you were asked to defend. That well, being said, I'm happy because you're defending my point. <laughs> By accident. <laughs> okay, I will tell all these reasons, but also, Ignar looked crazy on that Leona game. I will not take yeah, that support away from him. Support, support carry? Yeah? Yeah! Uh, the, uh, Fervor Leona uh, innovator. That's what I'm... Mm -hmm. Did he go Fervor? He, he played he? Fervor Leona against SKT at World Quarterfinals and took them to five games with it. I, oh, I forgot about that. I yeah. thought the lad, he... The legend. Didn't he play like PTA? No, it was no? forever. It PTA was forever. Wasn't in the game yet. Okay, <laughs> he was, he was like, I can, I can just whack this man down with my. Blade. I'm gonna beat the fuck out of him, bro. <laughs> swang and swang and so swang. Matt, why, do you think, why do you think uh, TL is going to win against FlyQuest? Why do I? Hmm? FlyQuest didn't look bad, but I lost confidence. Uh, I think, I don't know, it's like, I'm struggling to put it into words. It's just like, it feels like a fantasy. TL has the potential for more consistency. Not that they've uh -huh. actualized that potential. Remember that, they've not actualized it. The possibility to <laughs> of more poten uh, stability. Uh, and I think that in some of the, some, but maybe not all of the lanes, there's just a lot more individual skill on, on TL. Um, that could do a lot to snowball the early game uh, into a place that would be it would be difficult for for TL to lose. Yeah, uh, but I... also, I'm picking TL is a pretty tight margin here for me, right? Like I would not be shot. I like if FlyQuest wins, I'm not going to be like, oh what? I'm going to be like, all right, yeah, fine, I'll TL, hold that L. TL looks like their lanes are very strong individually, as we expected. So I well, of course, anyone who didn't expect that is a fucking I don't even know. Bro. So like, it's... we're kind of uh, hoping that FlyQuest synergy and jungling will be able to outclass them. I might. Mm -hmm. I was basing on oh, Santorin. I don't. God, so I have... it's like, is Santorin gonna be able to influence these lanes enough to flip them as much as Dardoch did? Like Dardoch definitely helped. Bot Dardoch had a lot of presence. A, yes, but even Dardoch still, did. it wasn't enough to totally flip the game against them, and DL still got in there. To to say something to that point that's probably against my point once again uh we'll Santor <laughs> Santorin wasn't he was a factor but it wasn't you yes, weren't you able are to contradicting really, yourself again that is true uh, <laughs> you weren't able to really tell how much of a factor he was right in the game versus uh IMT he hard farmed to level 6 and then his lanes were ahead and then he happened to catch Xmithy out one time. And then since that time, there, people were like, oh, wow, you know, he's overperforming. But it was really the Viper show that entire game and the fact that they didn't have an answer for the ribbon. So Santorin got Xmithy, got that Earth Drake. He, I believe he got a kill um, in the top lane, which I'm forgetting on who. But that wasn't really because Santorin did it. That was because... Because Viper's crazy, and the one time when Hakuo caught him out with a hook, Viper just appeared in the middle of four people, stunned them, and he wasn't punished for it. Um, the game versus CLG, it was Santorin uh, was still making, he was making early game moves, right? Um, him and PoE got crowned in the mid lane, and then all of us, right, he was walking away into the river, and then Wiggly was like, I will avenge my boy Crown and just hard entered. And then Santorin was like, you know, I'm still here. Flashed in, kills Wiggly. And then ever since then, you know, the game's in their lap. <laughs> so I don't really know how much of an impact Santorin has on this team. <laughs> All I know is that if TL bans Viper, uh, bans a Riven, then, you know, it's a pretty good start. <laughs>
That's it. <laughs> That's all. Um. But yeah. All right. So last thing before we close out the show, uh, I I, I think I'll try to do this every week. Uh, what match are you looking forward to? Start with uh, Matt. None. No. None. Um. <laughs> sorry. I don't know who you were gonna start with. I didn't mean to interject. I'm just being a dickhead. Starting with you. When you're looking oh, you're for with me. Convenient, because I was just being a dickhead. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's see what looks good on this list. Uh, Dig TL or C9 IMT look like they'll be good games. No, pick one and tell me why you're excited. Uh, I'm excited for Dig TL because I'm excited to see whether or not TL is able to stabilize or whether Dig is co- able to continue um their impressive performance and continue performing to a degree that i perhaps did not expect them to perform to all right uh hey Mott, what, what, what game are you excited for i want to see both of the fly quest games this week because this feels like a good time to figure out whether they were overhyped with that 2-0 whether they actually deserve to be in first place because you know they have a hard weekend it's tl versus FlyQuest, they have really good laners. It's FlyQuest versus Dig. They have really good coordination, and that's really going to be the test to actually see whether this team is like a middle-of-the-pack team or a top tier. Now, as you might assume, based on my clothing, I am excited for the TSM versus CLG match. It is the Monday Uh, night match, and that is all I can wait for. You just want... I just want to watch CLG get stomped into the ground like the peasants they are. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> uh, so i always All enjoy right. a good clg versus tsm game except when the tsm loses those aren't fun still not picking tsm over eg though no eg looked better than them and a lot better than clg and clg looked like probably the second worst team in this league right now how about that how about i make a case for tsm and the tsm versus eg because i want to i I feel like you're a little dispirited with your team this time around. Come on, you gotta have a little. Literally, how could you not be? Did games? you see that? Yeah, I was gonna. <laughs> I sat here for 60 minutes trying to gnaw through my hands. 6D, remember, not 16. Yes. Well, EG looked really strong against GG because, well, GG. <laughs> Wait, no, actually, that match hasn't happened. Hold on, just a second. EG. What a fucking idiot! <laughs> okay. I am a goddamn. And, uh-huh. uh, 100, uh, wait, where's the other game? Dignitas. They lost to Dignitas. Okay, so they lost to Dignitas because EG kind of looked like they were a one-man army, as in, like, Jizuke would go in and then try to kill Froggen, and then Svens Garen would try to make a play when there's no one around. You know, stuff like that. And then, in the second game, EG did beat 100T, but that was really a mid-gap that happened there. You're not expecting... Jizuke to just run over Bjergsen, right? <laughs> because he I ran over... Is going to use his ultimate this game? Well, let's assume that TSM picks, like, a really stable pick into it, right? You know, like his zillion. <laughs> That's still, once again, not the one. <laughs> if they give Bjergsen some sort of agency where he's, like, oh, on a Oh, like if they mage, give him LeBlanc. Okay, that LeBlanc game, that could have been a misstep that happened in the late game. <laughs> Please note, I have picked TSM to win the game versus CLG, and I am now shitting on his two best champions in the last... Uh. I know very well, and I'm trying to make a case for TSM, but the thing is, they still have that crazy early game. Can you say that each... case. It's It's like they have a really strong early game, but they've got like literally no mid-game, so you can build a strong foundation, but then if you forget to put up walls, your roof's gonna fall down on your goddamn head. Right, like, you're just not getting there. What do you mean one hurricane? If you don't put up walls, the roof ain't standing in no wind, bro. I (laughs) mean, walls to have corners. I said the roof, dog. (laughs) You have no load-bearing walls. You think that roof is staying up, dog? No. Ain't nothing (laughs) bearing that load. (laughs) But even then, in the EG versus Dignitas game, like, Dignitas put up a lot of resistance, and EG did not know how to handle it besides, like, dying one at a time. (laughs) And, like, trying to just do a 
one-man show and then just dying. If TSM manages to put them in a slot where they're on the back foot, we can at least see how this team reacts to it, and they just may not be able to pull it through. <laughs> that's what I'm... That's what I think might be the case for TSM. I think Santorum's going to run train on TSM, and I don't think it will be that close. Why are you thinking... Wait a minute. I don't even think that's a game that's going to happen. That's You're saying Svens Garen? versus TSM. Svens Garen's not on either of these teams. He's on EG. Oh, I, sorry. You, I thought you you were saying Santorin. Yes, you I did. I say Santorin. I thought I said Sanskarin. No, you said Santorin at first, and then I was like, up. wait They're a minute. What are we league. talking about again? <laughs> They're all over the league. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I know, because you can't keep one without turning them into a fucking word bot. And then, even then, Kumo in his game against uh, Someday. Like, Don't disrespect someday Kumo or I'll like fist he, fight you. Hey, Someday was looking pretty good there. There we go. Like, That's what I thought. That was not for Kumo. But, like, Kumo managed to hold his own, but that's because he was, like, getting assistance. That's because he was being rotated Ugh. into the right places, right? <laughs> like, all, all Kumo was kind TSM of on the back foot again. not BEG. But okay. they will beat CLG because CLG looked like four chickens with their heads cut off. I do agree when the TSM versus CLG, but I say you, there is a reasonable case for TSM to beat EG this week. I don't, I don't know about that. Alright, well, got anything else? <laughs> no, I don't, Matt. Uh, I have one last thing. Actually? Um, okay. Do you want to take us home? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, hard. I think I, think I, will. <laughs> I like that I even fooled you with that one. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for us this week on the Legendary Lens Podcast. You can catch us at 8 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays on twitch.tv slash 2 k 11 Catch the VODs on my YouTube channel. Have a nice day.